You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. We're excited to be here. Today, we're diving into the patriarchy in heels. So really, we're talking about the sickness of the personal, spiritual, professional development world. And even further to that, we're talking about how we as women perpetuate these patriarchal systems and structures within the healing arts industry. And this feels like, I mean, this is a loaded topic, I would say. Uh, It feels really heavy. I have a lot of strong opinions about it, but I, I also have a lot of strong curiosities around it, just kind of like taking a step back and examining what's happening in our world in general. And then just kind of like going in, zooming into this industry and and looking at what's happening and seeing how it's really not that far off what's happening. Um, And so I want to dive into that and just kind of open a dialogue and do some exploration around it and see what comes up. But yeah, curious for you because in your birth work that you do, like, do you see that that industry, that facet of you know spiritual development, personal development, being touched by this as well? Definitely, I would say so, and it, it's so it feels so counterintuitive in a way, like the from the lens that I work and even with fertility and um, walking with women in pregnancy and then at their birth and then postpartum we are or at least how I work my practice is really leading women to become more in tune with their nature more in tune with their innate being and tapping into their inner wisdom, wisdom, their inner knowing, and how it relates to uh, how it relates to our cycles, and how it relates to Mother Earth. And it really integrates beautifully. However, a lot of birth workers are getting burnt out from the work. You will often hear of birth workers in, in, in the work for only a few years, and then needing to have a break because of the on-call lifestyle, it's quite demanding. And um, that hustle, that drive to get more clients, to fill your calendar. And you see a lot of folks in the business not walking the walk, not in tune with their nature, not doing the things that they're telling their clients to do because they just don't have the capacity they don't have the time they're too burnt out so yeah I definitely see it in in this realm as well it is fascinating to me that being in a realm where we are working so closely with women like how how can we step into a more matriarchal role? How can we be the example rather than perpetuating that patriarchy, hustle, hustle, and grind? Is it even possible to be an entrepreneur and not be in that space of hustle? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the big question that I'm bringing today. Is like how how can we as mompreneurs, how can we structure our lives to be more in alignment with our nature, with to be more in alignment with our, our cycles? Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, is it, is it possible? I, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I don't, I think we, I think we do need the, the balance. We need both the, the feminine and the masculine aspects. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think though, because we're so conditioned to operate from this masculine perspective, um, that it's easy to just fall into that trap of pushing, pushing, go harder, more, 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 you know, um, that it does burn people out. But I think, I think as you're talking, like what, what's even more fascinating to me, interesting to me is like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we striving for more? Why are we pushing harder? Why are we trying, forcing, hustling our way to more clients, more, you know, more money, more this, more that. And it's not to say that I don't think that we shouldn't want more, but why are we doing that? And, you know, kind of jumping into the industry that I I work, I mean, I, I consider this all to be sort of under the umbrella of like light workers, healers, right? I call it, I call it the healing arts. And this is just one facet, right? Birth work is just one facet of many, 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 many. And what I see a lot of is, yes, there is this uh, culture of, okay, we say that we operate from the divine feminine and we're all in alignment with our energy and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yet you see the people who are out there teaching this working themselves to the bone. Like it doesn't look like you have a very relaxed lifestyle, and yeah. so when you see that, you want to mirror, you want to mirror that you want to, you want to, you want to do what they're doing because whatever it is that they have, you also want that too. So I feel like there's this, um, current of striving to, to, um, striving for perfection, uh, striving for, um, you know, getting on top, winning, getting it right, you know, being seen as the person who got it figured out. Yeah. The expert, that expert syndrome, like wanting to be the expert yeah, and knowing it all. Yeah. And it's interesting because in the healing arts, our job isn't to be the experts. Our job is to hold space mm-hmm. for people to become the experts of their own lives and their own being. Um, so I, and, you know, I feel like this wraps around, right. To like, this is where competitions, you know, sprouts. This is where, you know, we're competing. It's like this, like, it's like, we're competing, we're competing for clients. We're competing for this, we're competing for that. And it's almost like losing, losing the essence of the work that we're doing. And I feel like you lose the potency when you lose the essence. Mm -hmm. And you can lose your purpose. Is like when when you meet a brand new budding entrepreneur in the healing arts and you speak to them about why they're moving into this work and what has inspired them, there's this beautiful innocence and and and, um, and it's always has like this pure intention behind it. Mm-hmm. And after some time doing the entrepreneur hustle you can feel that why starting to stop being the focal point mm-hmm. right um yeah it becomes really it, results driven it becomes yeah. really you know striving for this elusive <laughs> you know in the coaching world it's like the 10 figure or not the 10 figure month that would be bananas but the the 10 yeah what am I saying like the 10k months you know the the 20k the 30k the 40k the now it's like now it's like 100k and like it's just like it's so crazy and it's like we become it's like we're walking around with like dollar signs in our eyeballs like in this daze and I'm like looking around being like holy fucking shit what the hell is happening right now where are the healers and yeah. that's not to say that I don't think that we should be well off and, um, you know, you know, yeah, well thriving in our business, thriving, but yeah. it's become, it's become almost this like craze that people become engrossed in. And 
it doesn't, it, it, at least for me, I, I've started to look at it and being like, just starting to question, just starting to feel into it. Like, how does this feel for me? And what I think is interesting is like, you, for for me and for people that I, I know I've talked to, you and I have had this conversation as yeah, well. Yeah, this like, is sort of where this conversation sprouted from. Like, yeah. This feeling of uh, disalignment. Is that the right word? Yeah, unalignment, yeah. misalignment. Unalignment, misalignment. Yeah, there it is, misalignment. <laughs> <laughs> this feeling of misalignment with their sole purpose when you start to feel into the energies of more and more and more. Yeah. It's like, well, where, where is the client in all of this? Yeah. Like, where is the where is that transformation story where is the the um i feel like the that the message gets lost that the the coming home to yourself aspect of the healing arts gets lost when when these like these bigger name type coaches are taking over the scene um it's like the the individual gets lost in that shuffle yeah that makes sense totally and I think it's interesting because I think that it's almost like I have found that I want to be careful who I talk about this with because there's this little thing that we throw around in the spiritual community and the personal development community that everything is happening for you. And that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are the creator of our experience. We are the creator. And so anything that bad happens, we're responsible for anything that good happens, we're responsible for. And I find it interesting. Like, I do believe that to a certain extent, like there's, there's an element to that, that can be really empowering, but there's also an element to that where it serves one side of the population and not the other. It becomes inequitable. It becomes this, um, this uh, theme of, or not this theme, but this like this air of separation from each other that I'm not responsible for how you feel which it, it is kind of true, but at the same time, it also like removes me from you entirely when we actually have one consciousness, like when we are striving for oneness and healing and connection and, and all of these things. And yet we're saying like your responsibility, your life is your responsibility, your results in your life are your responsibility and everything that happens to you is because you created that. That's really, it's actually kind of messed up. It's very dangerous. It's very it's dangerous. Very territory. dangerous. And it, it's not trauma informed. No. Um, it creates a, a um, division between those that have, have experienced true tra- trauma in their lives. And it, it almost perpetuates that victim blaming. Yeah. that we see in the patriarchy yes yeah <laughs> that that type of um energy yeah. shows up when yeah. we're well if you don't invest in yourself if you don't pay for this high ticket course or or healing modality that somehow it's your fault that you're not accessing yeah it's your fault because you are living in lack you're living in scarcity you're not in your power I'm in my power I'm a woman in my power I magnetize all this stuff I live in a frequency of blah 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 yeah and I don't believe that this is like consciously what people are like trying to do but it's like it it's designed because again, we're mirroring these things and we're reflecting these things and we're picking up on these things. And this is a newer industry. Um, but it's like, you know, it's almost like, Oh, I got to be careful who I'm talking about this with, because I don't want people to come to me and say, well, Melissa, you know, you know, where is this showing up for you? (laughs) Like in Mm -hmm. your life, like, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I see some scarcity and fear and da, 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 da. And it's like, no, it's actually, I'm, can I trust myself that I can look at something and be like, there's something about this that feels ick. Yeah. Can I trust that within myself and know that it's actually not because I need to do more fucking money work or that yeah. I need to do more healing work or that I need to do anything? Can I just trust that maybe what's happening is that there's a sickness embedded within this industry because it came from, it was built upon very patriarchal structures. There's a lot of like kind of manipulation within the healing arts that makes you feel like you're not enough. That makes you feel like you need to, that it's never enough what you do, that this person has the answer. This person has, look, at they got it all, they got it all figured out. Just look at them. I want to be like them. I want to invest in them again and again and again and again and again, because I don't trust myself enough to be in the ebb and flow of my life and trust that when I'm, when I need the healing, when I need the guidance, when I need the support, I can come but I can also go and I'm still sovereign and powerful within myself and that the, the healing doesn't stop just because I've unplugged from a certain source. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It, this conversation is really multifaceted, really, because it's it's on both sides. Um, it, it's both the the healer and then the client coming to engage with the healing modality too. So it's it's um, it becomes a self perpetuated environment yeah. um when we keep engaging when we keep allowing for for the structure to exist like it, yeah. it that because it, it it's almost like the there i've felt in my body a little bit like the some of the sales taxes tactics around it actually take advantage of that feeling of scarcity mm-hmm. that that it's because that is a very common feeling in our society our our root chakras need a lot of work yeah in 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 our society and and when our root when our root isn't grounded we feel like it shows up in our in our money stories right so how how can we bring it back to earth like where we do it how can how is it solvable yeah I mean again it's like coming back to ourselves to the whole of who we are and allowing ourselves to trust that the feelings that we have, the intuitions, the pings, the dings, the all of the things that come come up for us within ourselves are are happening for a reason. They're com- it's communing. Our bodies are communicating to us what is right and what is not, what is in alignment and what is not, what feels good and what feels doesn't. And I, we're individuals, but we're also a collective, okay. and so every decision that we make. What I decide to do with my life affects the greater good. So if I decide to continue feeling the ick feelings and not doing anything, not speaking up, not changing something, not re-examining, not asking questions, I'm not serving the greater good. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to change anything, but it just takes enough people to be living within that awareness, consciousness, for things to start to shift, but we do have to ask questions, you know, and we do need to be able to look at things and be like, this doesn't feel right. There's something about this that doesn't feel right. Can we talk about and, it? And then I can just hear the coaches in the back being like, well, then you're playing small, <laughs> you know, then you're not living into your full potential, you know, like, but it's like, it's not about playing small. It's, 
it's about playing with integrity. It's about moving with your cycle, moving with the ground under your feet and feeling that every person that onboards your your offerings is uh hell yes you know that 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 you can feel and do your business in alignment with your whole body yes that that it's not something that's way way out there that you're offering something and giving back to your clients, giving back the tools, giving it back so that they can take what they've learned from you. And just like you said, and then unplug and use those tools and grow on their own, that they don't constantly need more, 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 that they are enough. And that I feel like that that's a big piece of my work is reminding people that they actually don't need me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You may want me there holding your hand while you're pushing your baby out, but you actually don't need me there. Yeah. You know? Well, it's actually kind of a perfect example too, because it's like, you know, after the baby comes and, and yes, maybe there's the postpartum support, but eventually they're not going to need you. Eventually they've got the hang of it eventually it might be, they need something different. They might need a a family therapist or they might need, you know, or some, I don't know, you know, but it, Mm -hmm. it is kind of this beautiful, like there is a very clear and definitive, maybe not definitive, but there's a clear ending somewhere in that cycle. Mm -hmm. One of the programs that I went through in my training, they, you know, they, um, they actually teach, you know, they've actually said like the beautiful thing about this technique is that you will have clients for years because you're never giving them the answers. It, it was kind of like, oh, how wonderful. I'm always going to have clients coming back to me. But then the, like, again, years go by and I start to look at this mentality and I'm like, but I don't want to feel like that with somebody that I work with. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to feel like I hire a mentor, a healer, coach, or whatever, and feel like I need them forever. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I, I, I can come in, I can plug in, I can receive what I need. I can be held in a space and I can leave and trust that I'm still growing and healing and evolving. And I'm still my whole within myself without you there. hundred percent. Yeah. And that I don't need to spend millions of dollars into one program or one coach or one this or that or the other thing to you know it's just there's so much there's so much that it's like these unspoken like well you should want to invest and you should you know make those big leaps and you should do this otherwise you don't really want it and da, 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 da. And, and it's like but it's yeah. not taking the whole of society into, into perspective it's not really it's not really, um, it's very, it's, it's, it's elitist. Elitist. Yeah. Elitist. <laughs> I don't know. Is elitism a word? <laughs> but yes, it's elitist. Yeah. It's, it's elitist. We both said it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it, it's, it's working with a certain demographic. It's not looking at the whole. And, and again, I can hear someone in the back being like, well, that is, it's my niche market, you know, like those are the, and it's like, okay, okay. But there is going to come a point if this is everyone, if everyone in the healing arts were reaching for those elite clients, there's only so many of them in, I know in the quantum, there's many, 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 many. (laughs) You see my eyes rolling, my eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> but, but, but then it's like when you started out, when you started out in the healing arts, what was your original purpose? It was to bring people back home to themselves. That's a, that's like an overarching theme for most of us, even in birth. Like that that's 
that's the overarching theme, right? Coming home to ourselves. And this, I see how this is like a fiery conversation and like, yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I, I've, I, yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard it. I've heard it from coaches. I've heard it from people being like, this is your own limitations. Like this is your own doing your own thinking. Like, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it is. I think that there's something in here that doesn't feel right. And, you know, from my own personal experience, it's like, I've, I I got to a place where I became so outside of myself looking for answers, believing that this person has the answer. This person has the answer. This person has the answer. Okay. I'm going to stick with this person and I'm going to keep just being in your world over and over and over and over again, because you're telling me that your energy is so potent and I do want to be around you. And it's like brainwashing. Totally. And and that is my responsibility. That is my responsibility to be like, I'm unhooking from this because this doesn't feel healthy for me, for my creativity, for my business, for my well-being. I need Mm -hmm. to feel like I am a sovereign individual, not that I am a sovereign, powerful individual as long as I'm in your energy. Yeah. No. So it kind of messed with me a little bit. And I, I did have to take a step back and be like, okay, cut, 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 snip, 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 trim it all down. And I, this is coming from somebody who does work with people. I am a coach. I am a healer. I, I, I love, I love this work so much, but why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why do I have the offerings that I have? Is it because other people have similar offerings and they have a similar, I look at their, their stuff and I'm like, Whoa, that's amazing. Like I need that. Everybody wants that. Yeah. And I was like at this point where one of my um, good friends, Justine Moore Sloan, who was also on the podcast um, earlier on, um, we do a check-in during the weekdays. It's called Magic Mornings. And we do our we do future pacing together. Like what are we, what are we celebrating? What do we kind of place ourselves into the future? And what are we already celebrating? And I found that I was, we were just talking about this the other day. I'm like, I feel like I'm calling in the same things, celebrating the same things over and over and over again that I don't even know if I want. Do I want to have a coaching practice and group coaching and mastermind and this and because this person, this because literally every single person in the industry has this like um catalog (laughs) like the same shit over and over and over again and not that there's anything wrong with it but I'm like I don't know if that's what I want totally why am I calling in something that I don't even want because there's brainwashing that has occurred not on purpose it's again that is my responsibility I need to remove myself from that clear myself come back to myself and be honest with myself about what I do want because maybe I don't want that stuff maybe I just want to do one-on-one maybe I just want to do group ceremony maybe I don't know so I'm in this process of rediscovering myself and what I desire and what my why is but I can't do that with the distraction and the clutter and the chaos and being engrossed in this illusion I think that's been created around the healing arts around personal development, spiritual development. Who's the most spiritual? Who's the most powerful? Who's the most magnetic? Who's the most this? Who's the most that? And it's like, oh my gosh, come on, you guys. Wake up. Let's come back to ourselves. Yeah, let's come back to ourselves. I was just, yeah. Yeah, let's come back to ourselves. Let's come back to our purpose. Let's end and to speak to what I, I mentioned at the beginning of our talk too, it's like, what are you doing in your daily life? Like, I think that's a part of this conversation too, like in terms of breaking down the patriarchy, it's like, what are you, how are you being in relationship with your body while, while hustling, while doing this work, like coming back into not just coming back into your desire, but also coming back into your physical being and what you're actually capable of. Like maybe day one of your menstrual cycle should be a day off, you know, like but coming back into that relationship as well. 
which is really difficult when you're working on that 24 hour cycle and constantly go, go, go. Um, and, um, I don't think you can, sorry, spoiler alert. I don't think you can have it all. I don't, I actually don't believe that that is attainable. I don't think you can have it all. Um, I think we can have, we can have different things in different seasons. (laughs) So as a whole picture, yes, we can have it all, but not on a day to day. That that's just not um, and not possible. There is going to be something that's going to give. Yeah. There, you can't be a fully present mother running a multi million dollar business and keeping your house clean and your husband happy. And like, I think you need to keep your husband happy, but but you know keep what I mean? Yourself like, happy. Keep, but keeping yeah. yourself happy, you know, like. I don't actually believe in that myth. I don't, I don't think that, that that's a thing. Well, you start to look at and you're like, do I want that? Like, that was a big question that kind of came to me this year because I was very much in that mindset of like, I want to have it all. Mm -hmm. I want to be in this relaxed space while raising these two beautiful babies, while staying connected to my purpose and doing my work while you know, taking care of myself. I want, this is what I want. I, and I want things to be easy and flowy and abundant. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting that either. Like, by the way, no. I believe that we can have beautiful, prosperous, abundant, gorgeous lives. I, I don't get me wrong here, but by the end of the year, everything was great. And then I wasn't listening to the body cues. I wasn't listening to the, the, the soul speaking through my body and I ended up breaking down towards the end of the year and was like, I can't, not that I can't do this. I don't want to do this all. <laughs> yeah. And I have a lot of support. Like I, 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 I am privileged in the fact that I have, I have a lot of support and I have access to supports if I need it and, and desire that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I want it all right now. I don't mm-hmm. know that I want that all. Is that Okay. Yeah. Shouldn't I want it all? Because this is what I've been talking about. This is what I'm around. This is what I'm seeing. Shouldn't I be the woman who has it all, wants it, can hold it all? Da, 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 da. I don't yeah. want to hold it all. I don't want to hold mm-hmm. it all. Yeah. That'd so maybe okay. that's, yeah, maybe that's more a more accurate point. It's like you can strive for it all. But when you get there, is it going to feel? good is it going to feel in alignment I think you know this was a particularly like interesting experience because again like postpartum with twins and first time mother and all of this stuff but you know it was like everything was going really amazing and then it was like okay well now what now I got to keep pushing I got to keep going because once we arrive at the thing it never feels like what we think it's going to feel like. And so it's got to be more, I got to push more, I got to do more, I got to launch more, I got to, you know, create more, I got to go more, 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 do, 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 you lose your spot in the food chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you lose your spot in society. You lose, you lose it. And it's like, but what if we don't lose it? What if actually giving ourselves spaciousness and time is okay? And trusting that like, maybe this part that I really want is comes in a different season. What if I allow it to, to bloom in a different season for me instead of needing mm-hmm. it to happen now? powerful it's really powerful I feel like there's so many things that we can like continue to like open and speak into here but this was a lot yeah well I hope like I hope you listening can add to this conversation because 
it does feel a little vulnerable to speak to this about not being able because we're like being women in this work we are so conditioned to have it all to like run these businesses tend to our kids and you know like and it it feels scary to say hey maybe that's not what it's about maybe maybe having a season where mothering is your focus is enough like maybe that's okay you know Mm -hmm. and also again of course that's speaking from a place of privilege that we have to recognize that that isn't in everyone's capacity to be able to put down their business or step away from from their work um because we do need money (laughs) to to keep ourselves going in this society so but I think it's looking at just looking at like is the way that you've been doing things your way or or are you following someone else's way somebody else's blueprint somebody else's 10 steps to success somebody else's stuff because most of most people are speaking from their personal experience which I I find that there's a lot of power in that and it doesn't speak to everybody it's not it's not for everybody it's not meant to be for everybody and if we're so swept up in somebody else's process that we're denying ourselves of our own individual process then I think we're losing out on a big part of the the magic that we carry within ourselves Mm -hmm. I mean this is this is like this is a this is a coming home a returning back to a really starting to trust yourself and and be real be honest with yourself about what you what you actually do desire do you desire it because you think you should do you desire it because you think it's expected from you do what what is it or is that actually coming from the deep belly, the underbelly, the the womb, the you know that primordial force within you? Mm-hmm. I feel like that we're uncovering the yoni codes right now in in. Um, that that stopping yourself and really reflecting on your inner desire mm-hmm. what is your yeah what is your body telling you yeah. can you expand on that more yeah what do you feel like you know I think it's I think it's like coming back to our own our own unique essence I love that essence yeah yeah our unique essence and and being able to tap into the intelligence Mm -hmm. that guides us towards the most the most growth in our life, meaning the, 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 the most we can fully come into ourself, mm. you know? And I, I think that is the process of getting, truly getting to know ourselves, truly being, feeling safe in our own bodies, feeling like we can trust our, our, our physical selves, our emotional selves, our mental selves, our spiritual selves. And really, I think, you know, tuning out the noise, tuning out the distractions and coming back to the intelligence that does live within all of us. We all have that, but what my unique essence, my essence is my roadmap. My essence is my blueprint. And if I can tap into the intelligence of the body to help guide me, I'm going to be much better off than if I'm trying to tap into yours. Yeah. That's not to say that I might not come to you. Totally. Like I, like I did. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. No, and and it's the yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean it 
we're not saying not to seek out support, not to seek out the healers or the coaches, but it's super, super valuable. Um, it's life-changing. It, it, it literally changed my life. So it's, it, it, yeah, so that there is a role for, for these people in our, in our lives. I mean, this is Melissa and I's work. So please still, still hire us, yeah. still engage with us. <laughs> But it's more understanding that we aren't the expert on you, that mm. we want to be able to, like, um, Jasmine Rose says it so beautifully, um, Humble she's from Humble Wild Wellness, and she she says it so beautifully, like, giving the, me- the medicine back to your hands, like, yeah. that she wants, and, and she she speaks to that on her on her social media all the time about, it's not about something outside of yourselves that you you already hold it but we're here to bring you back to that remembrance yeah and I think what what um frustrates Melissa and I um in this in this industry is the lack of recognition for the folks that certain healers and and coaches are speaking to that they're not they're not highlighting the the essence of the the people that they're speaking to that they're not saying you actually already know this you don't need me but I can help guide you back to yourself they're not saying that they're saying that you do need me you need to be in my energy you need to be you need to buy this program. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like it, I think that's, I mean, I'm simplifying it a lot, but I feel like that's where that energy disconnect comes from. It's yeah. like, well, that's not how we work. You know, like that's not what we've been taught by our mentors, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in a way there have been some that that's what I was to, or like what was in yeah, the world. And so, true. and for me, it's like, I think that's, I think that's the discerning, right? Coming into deep discernment about for yourself, about what feels right and what doesn't feel right. And did that feel good for me or did that not feel good for me? And how do I want to be in my business and be in community with people? And how do I want people to feel when they're working with me? And how do I want people to feel when they leave their time with me? And I think that these are all really healthy questions to kind of come back to over and over again. But then as a consumer, as a person who purchases healing, (laughs) purchases the containers that you, that you go into, it's like, we can't change how other people run their business, how other people conduct themselves on social or whatever. We have no control over that, but we do have control over tuning back into ourselves and again, really coming into like an honest conversation around what's true for us, what's true for me. If I tune all of this out, what is true for me? And I think that that is the most important thing. Because if you don't trust what's within yourself, you're always going to be looking outside of yourself for the answers. You're always going to be seeking it out. And that's how we perpetuate that is how we as women in this industry and men, you know, men are in this industry too, but this is how we yeah. perpetuate it. Yeah. And we keep it going because of our sense of not knowing ourselves or buying into that scarcity mindset that, and I'm not talking about money, but more about like the lack within. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um. Wow, this is super powerful. I feel like we can continue the conversation. Well, we will continue the conversation, obviously. Um, yeah, we might do another episode on this because, I, yeah, yeah. And I would, I would just say, like, leaving off this conversation with the Yoni Code is like maybe sitting down and just doing some free writing around. Are you being true to yourself right now? Or the, you know, the, the people that you're either working with or the people that, um, 
or what you are offering in your own business, if you have one or in your own life, maybe it's not a business. It's how you just show up in life. Like, is that true for you? Does that feel true and good for you? Does it feel Mm -hmm. resonant with your soul, with your heart? And just starting to have an honest dialogue with yourself around that awareness is the most important thing around it. Um, yeah, but we have to have, I think, radical honesty, radical self honesty um, first before things start to shift. Um, and I'm I'm right here with you guys. Like I'm, I'm we're talking about this because this is stuff that I've been navigating and I know this is some of it's come up for Catherine as well. Yeah. But just asking myself a lot of really big questions because something wasn't feeling right. And, and I actually had a lot of shame around that. Like I can't unplug, I can't do this. I can't, I can't possibly like change things up or re, you know, overhaul everything. And it's like, I, it was, there's a lot of shame. A lot of like guilt came up around that. A lot of like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like, this is crazy for me to do this, but it's actually been one of the most powerful things that I could have done for myself right now is to create more space, cut things out and get really, really honest with myself about what I want. And it's a, it's a process. It's a, um, it, it, it doesn't feel comfortable all the time, but it's a necessary thing for me because of how I want to live. Well, yeah. I mean, I went through, I went through this actually in the end of my pregnancy. Um, I brought on a partner, someone I've been working with behind the scenes together as sort of backing each other up in birth work. Um, it, it was kind of hard to like let go of being the primary go-to birth keeper in my business and now I have a partner working with me doing the birth work with me we are integrating our our birth education together and 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 having to sort of let go of some of the control mm. and allowing her in mm. me and that she's amazing um but that took some self-evaluation like how do I want my business to feel with with a young baby and and I am going to have to do things differently. And, and it perfectly aligned with where she was at as well. So that um, that definitely allows me to feel a lot more spacious for 2022 right yeah. now because I don't have the same type of pressure of the mm. on-call hustle. And yeah. um, But it had to be an intentional step. It was an intentional evaluation of okay 2021 was pretty intense it was and how do I how do I want to move forward and um and that was a big piece for me was allowing someone else into my business to to help me with it so yeah that's so important and as you're talking I'm like oh I think another sort of like patriarchal system is like this the rigidity of things of like once thing once a decision has made it's like we're stuck there yeah right like we see that with like our parents generation where they enter the workforce and then they stay in the job until they retire and that's Mm -hmm. and now it's so common to have like multiple different streams of income you know multiple different passions and and work and very entrepreneurial minded people anyways um but breaking out of this rigidity and and allowing it to be something fluid and flowy that mm-hmm. even if you make a decision that doesn't mean that you're stuck you're like you're you're it's written in stone forever it's like you get to totally. can 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 you allow things to be fluid like water and like very much like our nature is like women yeah. as humans like following this the tides of life and and trusting that we can pivot and make changes and come back Mm -hmm. and leave and and can we let life be like that can we let our businesses be like that can we let the seasons of our life be like that instead of so rigid and rules yeah and you got to follow this and now I'm you know well, yeah, and it, the way we've done it is we've continued, like, we have our own separate offerings, so we still have our separate businesses, but our birth care is combined 
and that and it was an amazing revelation for both of us when we came to that conclusion we're like wait a minute it we get to choose how we want to show up in our work this feels really good sharing birth care okay how do we do that how do we do that while still maintaining um our private yoga practice and mentorship I like to mentor clients online as well so like we still get to do these other things that we that light us up in our own businesses but the the heavier work of birth care is combined and in yeah the the ebb and flow it feels very feminine to to do business like this yeah yeah Oh, oh my gosh. I feel like we have another, there's another episode in here, especially around yeah. like where when we can talk about like the entrepreneurial, mompreneurial yes. <laughs> um, world and how we navigate that. Um, yeah. So let us know, you know, in the, in the comments on Instagram, how this resonates for you you can reach out to Catherine and I at the Yoni Codes we'd love to hear from you and yeah how this Yoni Code lands for you and how this whole patriarchy and heals shows up for you in your own life and yeah just inviting you to get curious and how we can start shifting the narrative and shifting the system so that we don't recreate another patriarchy in the form of the matriarchy <laughs> yeah yeah mm. See you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.